Hey, this is Maddie G, and you're listening to Planning Tips on the EMG Podcast. On this week's episode, how to deliver a successful wedding toast. You're listening to the EMG Podcast with your hosts, Maddie G and Tom Gambuza. All right, all right, all right. Tommy G, my man, how are you doing? Doing great, Maddie G. How are you? Uh, I'm doing very well because on Friday nights at 7.30, I get to kick back and relax and you have to do all the work. Those uh, <laughs> those Friday night mixes are fire, brother. I got to let you know. Yeah, I love my lunch stuff too, man. And for it. those of you who don't um, already know and haven't been checking in, uh, number one, you're missing out. Yeah. Uh, but number two, you need to get uh, you need to check the EMG Facebook because we're posting on how to access all of our, our weekly mixes. And Maddie does a 30-minute mix every day, Monday through Friday. What he just said about 7.30 on Fridays, I I do a, a Friday night party. We do some cool happy hour things. So make sure you're checking that stuff out. Yeah, yeah. How's uh, how's the basement coming, man? You showed me you showed me a little bit of in between, and I saw yeah, a picture so of Sammy spackling. Yeah, Sammy was spackling. I I nice. did a to- I I did a uh, a, a coat on there. It's it's good, man. The house is coming along. We we put a new floor down in the kitchen. I painted kid, all yeah. the cabin. Dude, cabinets not fun to paint. You gotta take them all off. You gotta sand them so that. Oh come oh, on, man! That's man. labor intensive. Yeah, it came out came out good though. I like look, it. the photo. The photos look great. I can't. Uh, I can't wait till we have another breakfast at the G's uh, again. Bagels. Before uh, Jersey bagels. Oh, such a great day. Such a yeah, great man. day. You know what, Tom? We we got some. We got some really good stuff this time. Um, it, it's it's things I gotta tell you from from my side. There's some things that either make my day. Or drive me insane as a yeah, wedding host. Oh yeah, you yeah. know this um, one's going to be interesting, folks. <laughs> we 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 have a little bit of this and that. We have a little bit of here and there. We have some some how to, and then we have some why tos. Uh, Tommy, why don't why don't you jump in with your first point? Let's get things rocking and rolling. Sure. Yeah. As Maddie said in the intro, uh, today we're talking about how to deliver an awesome wedding toast, and um, you know we've we. I like to say we've been around the block a few times. We've seen we've seen our fair share of Se- seen one or two of of toasts and uh, some great, some not so great. So we're here to tell you this week on uh, you know a little 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 tippy tips on how to how to do it. If you are in that position, you do get called upon to uh, deliver a wedding toast. Uh, here are some pro tips that we we have coming your way. So uh, my number one is technology related, a little tech related. Um, Microphone etiquette. I know this. I am huge on this. Uh, yep. it, and we always make it a point. I know you and I specifically, Maddie, always tell people like where to hold it as soon as we hand off the mic. You know, I always say like three to six inches away from from your mouth. Make sure it follows your head and you're not, you know, talking like this. And uh, you oh, see what the I did worst. there? And uh, just to, to make sure that you can you can project well and that everybody can hear you. Yeah, you know, my my number one point is exactly the same. It's how to hold the mic and to speak clearly. Uh, I like the three-inch mark. I find that six is a little bit much uh, for some people. They tend mm-hmm. to get comfortable, and that hand starts to move south. Yeah, it just drifts, the last, yeah. last thing you want is your wrist at your belly button holding the microphone, because then either your entertainment has to turn the mic up so incredibly loud that it picks up everything around or if the room is a little bit shorter or has a shorter ceiling you're going to get feedback yeah so get that mic right at you hold it kind of like you said about that three inch spot but also talk right into the top of it and and you had done it this way you you did one of these where people can have the, what, what i tell what i tell people and and it gets a chuckle i i'm gonna have to come up with something new because this movie's kind of old and people are getting uh, married younger now i like to call it dr evil shoulders i don't know if you remember austin powers when he would turn his head he would 
turn his shoulders. Right. What that means to me is if you turn your head, your shoulders and hand move with you so the microphone is always right in front of that grill. Make sure that the microphone is near your mouth. You're talking, you want people to hear what you're saying. Exactly. Love it. Um, my, my next point is just helpful. It's going to ease the situation. It's going to put your mind at rest. Nice. I like this. Um, yeah, this one's this one's like a little insider info. Um, if you're making a toast, if you're giving a speech and you have it written down, be it on a cell phone, a, a piece of paper, index cards, whatever it might be, put that speech in the ballroom, either way before or during cocktail hour. Um, there's servers, there's maitre d's, and there's bridal attendants. If you are making a speech at a wedding, you are obviously a person of importance. You're going to run into one of these people. Also, your entertainer is most likely going to come and make contact with either the bride or the groom at some point. Sure. Do not be afraid to say, oh my God, are you going back to the ballroom? Can you please put this on my table, on the head table or somewhere? If your speech is already in the room, then when you empty out your pockets for those photos or whatever it might be, if you have nothing else on you, at least when you go in the ballroom, people don't have to wait for you to go upstairs and get your speech. No, that's great. I, I love the um, anything to do with, because uh, you know, not everybody is accustomed to public speaking all the time, right? So you're going to have your fair share. I, at least I, you know, we see our fair share of people that are, are nervous. So mm-hmm. anything that kind of eases that mind to make you feel a little bit more comfortable, I'm, I'm totally game for. And I actually just read, um, it's it's kind of like a, um, a public speaking hack. Uh, if you telling tell yourself that you're excited to give the speech instead of telling yourself that you're nervous to give the speech. Fake it's it till you make yeah, it. Yeah, it's just kind of like a perspective shift mm-hmm. uh, too when you're actually pre- prepping yourself to deliver this. So, Winners know they're going to win before they set foot in the arena. Exactly. Like like Michael Jordan said, he never lost the game. He just ran out of time. Perfect. Tommy, what do you got next for us, brother? <laughs> um, okay, so mine's two parts, and it they are uh, pretty intuitive, uh, kind of like self-explanatory and, and pretty obvious, okay. um, but there's kind of like a, a, a do not in here as well. So Ooh, Do nots are very helpful. Yeah, mine, I, as per usual, are in the uh, kind of chronological order of how I would like to, you know, Deliver the, my my own advice here. Sure. Um, one, introduce who you are. You have to think. M- probably close to half the people that are in the room don't know you. Sure. You're probably going to be on on one side or the other, right? So, but here's the here's the don't. <laughs> do, do I know what the do not? Yeah, is? Matt Eden definitely knows what the do not is. I would urge you, and I'm not going to tell you what to do, but I would urge you not to start with for those of you who don't know me. <laughs> Everybody uses that. Be a little different. You could be something as simple like, hi, everyone. My name is so-and-so. I am a friend of the bride, and I've known her since whatever. You know, it could be as simple simple as that. So that that's part one. Uh, get get like a, a newer introduction. I'd like there to start you. seeing some newer introductions. I like that. And uh, the second part here is before you even get into your speech, thank the host of the party if there are any mm. typically parents of, of the, you know, one set of parents or the couple or if it's a, a, a team effort. Make sure you thank, um, or actually, you know what? Just make thank both sides, you know, both families for being there um, and just pulling together this this awesome celebration. I, I like that. You know, you don't necessarily have to know uh, everybody's first name or, or this or that. You can just say, you know, first and foremost, I'd like to thank the parents of, you right. know, yeah. it, it, it can be simple, but acknowledgement goes a big way, especially when you figure um, 
you know, you're a person of importance. You're, you're somebody that the family has put a lot of trust into and a lot of love into in a lot of cases. Exactly. And, and just, just hearing that, that they're appreciated. I mean, I know that goes a long way. Um, it, it's funny that, that yours is flowing this way because mine actually really piggybacks onto that. Um, mine is to, to speak about both people, even yeah. if it's briefly. That's big. If you're up there in a position of importance, if you're part of their big day, you know something about the other person. <clears throat> Almost nobody comes in and says, hi, uh, you know, I'm, I'm Dave and I'm the best man of the groom. I've, I've known him for 22 years and this is the first time I'm meeting his wife. No, nobody, nobody does that. Yeah. So just speak to both people, even if it's just to, to, to tell the groom he looks handsome or, or, or get a round of applause for how beautiful the bride looks or say, you know, um, I, I didn't get a chance to meet her until, you know, they were dating already for a year. I was overseas or, or we, we, we drifted apart for a little bit and we only video chatted. You know something. Drop a little kernel about the other person. Speak to both people. They're both celebrating. Yeah, I, I, that's super important. I think uh, a couple of my other points are to the, you know, to um, like attention grabbers, uh, mm-hmm. but I think that keeps people engaged, right? When you're when you can kind of bounce back and forth, or you your speech is a little bit more inclusive, people are more willing to listen. Um, just just because that's that's my take on it and that's uh what i've seen anyway so that's that's a crazy good word you just gave me an excellent segue because you said inclusive yeah um my next point is don't go too far down any rabbit holes you're speaking to an entire room of people if you want to throw a quick one-liner in there an inside joke or two that's fine but don't tell in stories or something that no one else will understand or find entertaining um, you know, that can be saved for the bachelor bachelorette party. That can be saved for your rehearsal dinner. There are times where you can give intimate speeches that dive a little bit deeper into the relationship. Mm-hmm. When you're actually at the reception, you're speaking to a room full of people. You don't have to go all broad strokes, but really don't dive too into the deep cuts. Yeah, because not a lot of people are going to be able to relate to all that. And Maddie touched up on like even even incorporating some some you know, jokes and stuff. If you're mm-hmm. going to do, you know, the inside joke, one or two are cool, but not everybody's going to get that. Maddie, I, um, I just realized I skipped over. I want to get to my point number three, and I'll also share four too, because they, they kind of go off of what you just said. So I want to, um, to those points, make sure to include, uh, kind of like to counterbalance your, uh, mention both people. Mm-hmm. Make sure to include, I think every good speech includes a healthy balance of something sweet, something funny, and something heartfelt. So I think you can, you can tug on different emotional strings of everybody there because not everybody knows the couple in the same capacity, right? I may have a really goofy relationship with you and other people may have more of a serious relationship. You you may have coworkers there. You might have cousins. You might have, um, you know, just longtime friends. So everybody's going to have a little, uh, a different take on who you're speaking about. So keep that in mind. And I had that too, just uh, uh, keep the inside jokes to a minimum. Mm -hmm. Um, Here's a one do not. I, I have a one do not to that. This, this is like my make or break. Do not bring up past relationships. That Ooh. is what, that is a huge no, no. Don't do it ever, yeah. ever, ever. Don't do it. Um, but to this point, when you're balancing, you know, the sweet, the funny, the heartfelt, uh, a, it keeps people engaged, but know your couple too. 
because mm-hmm. you know some couples are a little bit more fun some couples are a little bit more reserved some couples are outgoing and you know just whatever whatever their personality is you can learn to lean a little bit heavier into each of those directions if they're not super serious people then maybe you want to lean a little bit more funny and sweet and haha you know uh, as opposed to the other way around but Maddie to your point of not going down the rabbit hole this was my my other point what we call use the kiss principle. I like, oh, uh, yeah. I like keep it simple, stupid, but mm-hmm. um, keep it short and sweet. Oh, I like that. Keep it short and sweet. Um, I think the, the ideal amount of time is anywhere from, I, I use the three to six inches on the mic, hold mm-hmm. three to six minutes. Absolutely. One song on the radio, brother. Yep. That's it. That's it. You hit, I, you hit people with the point, zing, zang, zoom, out, raise a glass, done. Yeah, the, the worst thing that you can have is when you start to hear murmurings of people in the back or when people get up from oh, their man. chair to go to the bar because they've been sitting too long or yeah. or some you know, a table starts laughing. Yeah. That that three minute mark is is pretty pretty tight. Enough enough said. I shouldn't ramble. Tom, what do you what do you have for the Finsky? What's your number five? So this one was it's actually a a piece of advice I was given for um public speaking and I, I used it when we did our presentation down at the DJ Expo mm-hmm, last mm-hmm. Uh, last August and actually who, who gave me this piece of advice was Mike Saulpo's dad Mr. Saulpo shout out Big Dave yeah Big Dave and uh, to, to give you some context uh, Dave has been in education for pretty much his whole life and he's had to give a lot of things and one of the things he said to me that resonated with me was uh start off your speech with a moment in time because it kind of tra- it, it transports everybody to mm. a certain space right so if if I'm a best man and I'm going up to talk about you know my my buddy Jimmy and I say you know it was you know the year was 1997 and I was in third grade you know and I looked two chairs over and there was this funny looking boy and yada yada you get the point right sure. but at least it, it transports somebody to a specific moment in time and now their attention is grabbed and you're like oh where's he going with this pulls you in yeah, <laughs> yeah it pulls you in and keep in mind when you're when you're keeping it simple you can navigate you know your your time frame and i think starting with something like this not only uh not only grabs the attention of the room it allows you to uh, curate the rest of the story because you yes. know where you're going with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know where the end point is. You start somewhere and then you fill in the middle. Yeah, start, middle, um, and end. Absolutely. Yeah, you know, I, I, I have my last point and then and then definitely something came up real. You know, I, I do have one little pro tip. Uh, I might just feed you afterwards if you don't mind. Nice, love um, it. Th- this, one, this one is near and dear to my heart. Um, it's one I've seen uh, go very, very sideways. Uh, quite a few times. Uh, I know I call back to this quite a bit, but um, stay sober. Yeah. Please. Ah, you know, that's a good one. Um, a lot of people use the phrase liquid courage. Uh, they think it helps. It, it doesn't help. You just don't care that you're screwing up. Um, that that's the big thing right there. You know, don't deprive yourself. If 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 you're 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 getting ready with the ladies and you're having a glass of champagne, have a glass of champagne. You know, if you're if you're outside with the boys and and you guys are gonna take a picture while you're toasting a shot, do a shot. That's fine, but don't do nine shots. Yeah. Um, a lot of times your speeches are gonna be earlier in the evening. I was just gonna say that. You know, make yourself a little bit more reserved, and it's not going to calm your nerves. It's just going to make you sound poor when you do it. So, right, yeah, stay sober. Yeah, stay sober. Keep, keep it, keep it, keep it um, uh, classy, right? Keep, keep it classy. classy, San Diego. It also, uh, I know Maddie's big on this one. Uh, d- do not drop the microphone. 
And oh. I, you know, keep oh, <laughs> keeping it sober you. would ha- would would help with that. Mm-hmm. Um, I like that one, Manny. That's a, that's a good one. You ha- you have plenty of time after you give your speech to have all the fun you want. Absolutely. Here's my pro tip, and I've seen this countless countless times. Mm-hmm. Whether you're having whether you write the speech digitally, whether you have uh, this is this is mainly for if you are printing it out or if you ha- if you're writing it physically somewhere on a phone, on an iPad, you know, printing it out something. Have I, I? This is how I wrote it down, but follow me on it. Keep the punchline readily available, and let me tell you what I mean by that. Yes. So, I, so many times I've seen where people get cut off where they have, especially when it's printed out, where they have to like physically turn the page and they're mid sentence, and you're like, ah, it got broken up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, keep your ideas cohesive, even if you're not using the whole page. You know, yeah. cut cut it short and then put your next thought on on the next page, so you start fresh. That that will keep your speech flowing much much more smoothly. D- delivery is just as important as content. Tom. Exactly. That, yeah. that is a, a super pro tip. My, mine's actually in a really pale in comparison. This just came to me while we were doing this. I didn't write it down. We didn't discuss it. But um, don't over rehearse. You're going to drive yourself yeah. nuts, and you're going to sound like a robot. It's it, it kind of piggybacks on what Tom was saying. My my pro tip: read through it. You know, cut the fat, make sure that, that everything is fine, and then put it down. When you got it nice and tight, put it down. You don't need to do it 400 times before the day of. That's it, man. That's it. So th- those are our uh, those are our tips. Uh, last but not least, don't forget to bring up your your glasses of uh, champagne to give the to give the toast and raise at the end. So with that, though, Maddie. We hope to uh, see some dynamite speeches in the near future. I hope. Yes, yes. We, oh my God, I want to see some. I, I want. I don't care if they're terrible speeches. I just want to see some speeches in the near future. <laughs> Dude, you're right. You're <laughs> so right. Oh man. Well, anyway, thank you, folks, for joining us on another week of planning tips. This one was how to deliver an, uh, a dynamite wedding, a successful wedding toast, and uh, we hope we we hit you with some with some fire. We don't have the sound drop, so I feel like I have to rip it. Fire! Fire! <laughs> we love you, Steve. Uh, we, we got all the softballs in today. Hey, moms. Man. Hey, Mike. All right, guys. Man. We love you guys. Later. Take care. You can find us at elegantmusicgroup.com or on Instagram at elegantmusicgroup.